Hey everyone, welcome to the Torn ACL Recovery Podcast. My name is Chris Arnold, and this is a short series podcast that follows my personal journey from ACL injury back to full strength. In it, I discuss the ups, downs, and everything in between in the days, weeks, and months after surgery. Hopefully this will help you in your own process to getting well after injury. Thanks for listening. Welcome everyone to week six of the Torn ACL Recovery Podcast. This is a pretty good week, I would say. Uh, Looking back on the last couple of weeks, it's been a lot easier to get around. Um, Life just feels a little brighter altogether, I would say. And um, that being said, there haven't been too many drastic changes between week four, which is the last podcast, and now week six. Just kind of thinking back to where I was at the end of week four, I was just starting to walk. I had kind of kicked the final crutch to the side and I was, you know, doing the best I could walking around, hobbling around, depending on what the time of day was. I think I've mentioned before that mornings tend to be tight and stiff and then it kind of loosens up throughout the day. And then in the evening, things were getting really tight again for me uh, around week four that hasn't necessarily changed too much Um, everything is just a little bit less stiff and a little bit less sore nothing has drastically um, you know turned over a a new a new leaf here nothing is brand new Um, i I haven't woken up yet to a a perfectly flexible uh fun fun uh, let's go hike a mountain knee yet and uh, i don't think that's going to happen but it is still really nice to see and feel the differences between um, week four and week six. And I think for me, the biggest change over the last two weeks has been how well I can walk. And relearning how to walk has been very interesting, not only just from the from the point of view of I'm a, I'm a grown person and I'm needing to, to learn to walk again, but, but also just analyzing the gait pattern of yourself while you walk has been fascinating to me you know depending on where you're sore depending on where you're 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 tight you can really tell what areas of your knee are sort of um, recovering at that time versus what areas are still very much um, you know kind of under some swelling under duress Uh, um, and for me uh, what I've noticed in the last week kind of week five to week six is that um, I realized that my my extension, the extension aspect of my walk is now really loose. So I kind of, as I take a step, my, my, my leg and my knee move forward uh, really well, kind of lock out at the full extension. And then when I uh, plant and move forward, I can tell though that my flexion um, and the the anterior part of my knee is still uh, tight and, and, and a bit swollen. So I kind of now have adopted this sort of like funny awareness of every time I step, I kind of feel like I'm like, you know, flinging my leg out in front of me because I can so easily, but actually getting it back behind me is the hard part now. It's the challenging part. Um, And I think that is in due part to the fact that my hamstring is so weak and that I've just now started really working on hamstring strength. So it's just interesting to see those changes. And, you know, as you, as you move forward week over week, the changes are a lot uh, smaller than they were in the first week or two weeks or three weeks. You know, back then every single day was not only a bit of a struggle, but it was, 
you could see just such drastic changes after um, after surgery and after your body has really started a, a kind of a attacking the the healing process um, in and around the knee and the the lower leg. Um, so for me, week six, it's it's a good place to be. Um, walking has gotten a lot easier. Definitely not relying on crutches at all. When I'm out and about, and I'm um, at a uh, like last weekend, we were at a at a park uh, with some friends. I'll still wear my brace unlocked um, around a group of people or or a new new area where no one knows that I've had surgery. I don't know that I really need to do that. I think it's just more of a of a defense mechanism. I know on the off chance someone wants to, you know, launch a football at me at a park and you know you know goof around. I, I don't really want to show up and not have a brace on. And that person hasn't seen me for a couple months. And then something wild and crazy happens. Uh, it seems far-fetched, but I've, I've read some crazy stories. So I'm aware that far-fetched things can happen. I'll probably end up phasing that out though. In the next couple weeks, um, my knee is, uh, my, my joint and the muscles around the knee joint are starting to feel strong enough, um, to where I don't know that I really need um, even the indicator that I did have surgery, um, there's always the chance that I, the off chance that I might change my mind on that. But I think that's something that will also be phased out. Another another aspect of the last two weeks is that physical therapy has definitely turned a corner in terms of intensity and what's kind of expected of me, and and to some degree what I expect of myself at this point because. Um, things are getting more intense. Things are relying, these exercises are relying much more on my, uh, my, my leg strength without sort of assistance or, um, a backup, you know, I'm not laying down anymore to do exercises. Um, anything that has to do with, you know, hip, hip strength or hip, hip flexor work, you know, I'm definitely not laying down anymore to do those things. Um, there's, there's a bit of a, balance component that has been injected into everything. Um, the sing, the, uh, I was going to say single leg, but the, the lunges, uh, one leg at a time has been introduced in the last two weeks. Um, and the first couple days of doing those felt very intense, you know, putting all of my weight down into and through my surgical knee was at first a little bit dicey and a little bit achy, but the more that you press on, the more that you do them, obviously the easier it gets and you sort of quickly realize, you know, two, three, four days pass and you realize how much easier it's getting from that first day that you were attempting those movements. Same thing, same thing holds true for the squat patterns that we're going through. At first I would kind of squat down to the edge of a couch or to the edge of a, of a surface. And now I'm doing air squats to about 90, maybe a little bit above 90, but I try to get to about 90 there. And, uh, you know, like I said, every, every day is, is a little bit better. It's, um, I kind of keep calling it the 1% improvement day over day. I feel about 1% better than I did yesterday. And hopefully I'll feel 1% better tomorrow. And after a week's over, you look back or two weeks, you look back and you say, wow, I really am about, you know, 10% better. I feel quite a bit better than I did two weeks ago. So that is, uh, that's always kind of a helpful marker for me to keep in mind. In addition to the physical therapy uh, itself and the exercises themselves, uh, my my physical therapist has started taping my knee uh, and specifically um, providing support for the patella to track 
well during these new, more intense exercises uh, to ensure that you know it's it stays in line. Uh, my form, it, I think it kind of helps me keep my form in mind too, especially when I'm doing you know things like lunges. I, I want to make sure that I'm in a straight line. My knee is not um, tending to fall inward to the medial side. You know, you, that's obviously a no-no. Um, that's really helped for, uh, like I said, kind of the mental side, but also the the way it feels, the little additional support um, has been nice. I've been actually surprised. I've seen a lot of people use uh, tape before, but I haven't ever used it on myself. And so it's been kind of a nice experience to to uh, have someone do that for me and kind of explain what it's doing for this rehab, which has been really neat. So I think I'll probably continue to do that for the foreseeable future until I'm a fair amount uh, more uh, strengthened in, in kind of these core areas. And that kind of brings up another physical therapy related component, which is something called um, blood flow restriction training. And this is something that I have just recently been reading about, and, and it seems like more and more it's it's gaining in, in popularity for certain uses. For the sake of, of rehabbing and, and having knee surgery, it's uh, I've seen a couple I've seen it explained a couple different ways, but essentially in a nutshell, and, and I'm not a doctor, I'm, I'm, not, a, I'm not, a, not a surgeon, so don't take this as your sole medical advice, uh, but I've seen it used to really help uh, two, two things. One is to help the effects of swelling and to help push swelling through and out, out of your uh, lower extremity, uh, kind of get the, the area where you're, you're experiencing swelling flushed with new blood, moving that uh, that swelling out of the area. And that's actually something that I've been trying to do um, with the compression leg boots as well is to, um, especially in kind of around weeks three, four and, and end of week five is really kind of push as much swelling as I could out of my leg, uh, and get things moving through my body. So the swelling is reduced. And then the second way that I've been reading that blood flow restriction training helps is that it it, it acts as a bit of a, you know, a tourniquet for lack of a better word. It, it, word. It, it really kind of lashes on to wherever you are doing the work. So let's say upper thigh and you kind of um, wrap it around your leg. It's basically a, a, a wide band and you basically wrap it around your leg at whatever intensity. So maybe, you know, 50% of your strength, you kind of wrap it around uh, four or five times. It creates this slight tourniquet type of feeling. It reduces the blood flow down to your, down to your knee. And the idea is that you run through uh, a variety of exercises. So maybe you do a set of leg squats or two sets of leg squats. Maybe you uh, do some lunging. Um, my physical therapist advised not to uh, do much more than, you know, three or four minutes uh, max and then take it off. And the effect that it has is that it forces your muscles to work harder with less blood flow to them or less, less oxygen being delivered to the muscles themselves. So when you actually are doing the work, you're, you're doing, you're, you're forcing your muscles to do more work by way of having less blood flow to the muscles themselves. And then when you actually take off the, the blood flow restriction band, uh, what happens is the blood obviously begins to recirculate, rushes back down to your leg, to your knee. And um, the idea is that it sort of recycles and, and freshens up the, the blood flow through the surgical area. And in, in, a, in turn, it is ultimately 
Um, and, and this is the hope, right? Ultimately, it will help the healing process move along a little bit quicker. So that was a long-winded way to say that that's something that I'm now experimenting with as something I do at the end of a PT session. I will go through all my exercises. I will feel nice and tired, and then I'll put this band on uh, in my upper thigh, kind of right below my hip flexor. Um, and you can do a little research on kind of uh, what I'm talking about there. And, and uh, there's probably quite a few videos out there actually that are kind of showing that placement. Um, and I'll just put that on, I'll do a couple movements and then I'll take it off. And uh, the idea is to kind of flush the, the leg out with, with new blood at the end of a workout to promote that healing process. So that's a new thing, brand new thing for me. Wanted to mention it though. Um, I will follow up for sure in the next few weeks on how I feel like that's going. Do I feel any effects from it and, um, and follow up from there. Again, I'm not a doctor. I'm not your surgeon. I'm not your physical therapist. So if you're interested in that, read up on it. Um, I have a link to what I am using for it. Feel free to talk it over with your physical therapist, maybe even take the band into your physical therapist, which is what I did and kind of help them, uh, uh, understand what you're trying to get out of it. And, and at least my physical therapist showed me how to really appropriately do it and kind of what to expect, um, which was really helpful. So keep that in mind too. The last thing this week is that I'm going to be headed back to the gym, which is a huge thing for me. I'm getting really tired of working out and doing PT stuff at home solely. <laughs> so, um, I, I've, I've noticed that some people go back to the gym a little bit quicker than I have, and that's totally fine. Um, I am looking forward to getting back to the gym. I actually went uh, earlier in the week one time to just kind of get a flavor for how I felt and um, get a sense of um, kind of what to expect uh, when I'm back at the gym. And I, I go to a CrossFit gym, so there's a lot of free weights, a lot of bands, a lot of kind of stuff to do. So um, finally feeling confident enough in where I am with everything to get back and be around people and even though I'm not going to be doing the workouts, you know, just having that encouragement around me, I think is going to be a big mental gain, uh, mental net gain there, uh, long-term. So look, really looking forward to that. And, uh, I can't wait to get back in around other folks. So that's about it for week six. Um, keeping on an, uh, upward trajectory, things are slowly improving day over day. So if you're on week six or thereabouts, keep it up, feel free to, post any questions or comments, or uh, just uh, just let me know if you have any thoughts about anything here. And as always, good luck with your own recovery process.